Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, May 9th, and we have completed week 18 of 2022. As a reminder, be sure to check out all the great deals on businesstravel360.com. We do all the work of tracking deals so that you can benefit from bonus miles, points, and status match benefits that are announced. All you have to do is to visit the deals page and sign up. You don't want to miss the ability to take advantage of all the amazing benefits that are announced by the airlines, hotels, and ground transportation companies. Now, let's get to our headlines. In some unfortunate news, the State Department said on Sunday that it is closely monitoring a Royal Bohemian Police investigation into the deaths of three Americans at the Bahamas Sandals Resorts. The three were found dead and a fourth was hospitalized on the island of Great Exuma in the Bahamas. The circumstances of their deaths have not been released. Staff at the Sandals Resort Friday morning informed Bohemian Police that they had found a body of a man unresponsive in a villa and another man and woman unresponsive in another villa. In some additional unfortunate news, at least 30 people are dead and at least 24 remain hospitalized Sunday after Friday's explosion at the Hotel Saratoga in Havana. Rescue workers continued searching the hotel ruins on Sunday and officials said that they believe more bodies remain inside the structure. The company that manages the hotel said 11 workers died in the blast and 13 remain missing. A gas leak is thought to be the cause of the explosion, according to the Cuban presidential office. Everything indicates that the explosion was caused by an accident. The Biden administration is moving forward with grant funding aimed at boosting the supply of pilots in the U.S. The move, highlighted by the Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, is the first recognition by a cabinet member that more needs to be done to bolster the aviation workforce. The FAA is seeking proposals for $5 million in aviation workforce development grants, according to Buttigieg. These funds aim to boost the supply of pilots and complement initiatives by airlines and other industry players. Workforce issues are forcing U.S. airlines to cut summer schedules just as travelers are expected to fill planes for summer vacations. Alaska Airlines and JetBlue Airways have cut summer schedules, citing work shortages, including pilots. Major airlines like American, Delta, and United have also reduced flying, saying that their regional affiliates, the airlines that fly American Eagle or Delta Connection flights, face unusually high levels of pilot attrition. And finally, U.S. Travel Association is pushing for another extension, believe it or not, to the real ID deadline, which is a year from implementation. The deadline, which is now set for May 3, 2023, should be pushed back another year to account for the impact of the pandemic. This is according to the U.S. Travel Association. Real ID implementation has suffered stops and starts since the act was passed by Congress in 2005. For the moment, the May 3rd deadline remains, even with the push from U.S. travel this week. Twenty twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. After reviewing a proposal from JetBlue Airways that offered a $2 million reverse breakup fee should the transaction not close due to antitrust reasons, Spirit Airlines Board of Directors rejected the airline's bid in favor of a proposed merger with Frontier Airways. The JetBlue proposal is not reasonably capable of being consummated, according to Spirit's board. 
After a thorough review and extensive dialogue with JetBlue, the board determined that the JetBlue proposal involved an unacceptable level of closing risk that will be assumed by Spirit stockholders. Spirit's board cited the U.S. Department of Justice's antitrust suit against JetBlue's partnership with American Airlines as a key reason why it expects a would-be acquisition of Spirit by JetBlue to fail. Mint House is looking a backdoor to Airbnb's market with a business travel focus. The New York-based startup is making apartment-style lodging with hotel-like amenities popular with corporate workers who would otherwise stay in an upscale hotel brand such as the W, Weston, or Omni. On Wednesday, the hotel and restaurant investor Mohari Hospitality said it has led a $35 million Series B round of financing. The brand upmarket appeal has drawn the attention of Alan Smith, the former CEO of Four Seasons Hotel and Resorts, and a Mohari managing partner who joins the startup's board. Mint House is a true disruptor in the hospitality industry, redefining the boundaries between hotels and short-term rentals, according to Smith. The startup saw its revenue double last year, half of its bookings coming from business travelers. While the company likes all sorts of guests, it has targeted business travelers by signing more than 75 contracts with corporations, Fortune 500 companies in most cases, to provide travel lodging. ATP Co. today announced that Alaska Airlines has signed a multi-year deal for its premier pricing tool, Architect. Following a thorough evaluation of the tool's next-generation capabilities and functionality, the airline has begun its migration to Architect. Architect reimagines traditional pricing management and fare filing processes, enabling airlines to transition from managing fares to managing their pricing strategy. ATP Co. is committed to its long-term investment and innovation in Architect and will continuously add new features and functionality to support its partners' efforts in achieving pricing excellence. At a customer meeting hosted by ATP Co. in Miami in late March, Alaska Airlines and other Architect customers came together to help shape the future development roadmap of the pricing tool. 777 Partners, a Miami-based investment firm, is acquiring two travel technologies, Tel Aviv-based Arrow CRS and Copenhagen-based World Ticket. Terms of the acquisition have not been disclosed. The two companies joined 777 Partners' growing portfolio of airlines and travel technology firms, which includes the 2019 acquisition of Air Black Box and investments in Flair Airlines and Australian startup airline Bonza. The firm says that with the latest acquisitions, it will form a new travel group to offer a suite of products to airlines and travel companies focused on improving travel retailing, distribution, interlining, and passenger connectivity. Qantas Airlines has announced that it has reached an agreement to take full control of Alliance Aviation Services by acquiring the remaining 80% of the airline. The Australian airline had initially acquired at 20% in 2019, but has always been open about its intentions to gain full control. In the last three years since Qantas acquired a 20% minority stake in Alliance Airlines, it has been working closely with the Brisbane-based headquartered regional airline. Qantas Airlines explained in a statement published regarding its announcement that Alliance already operated for Qantas Link. Alliance is a fairly small player in the Australian domestic market, with its flights accounting for approximately 2% of the sector. And now, in news relating to the return to travel. Amadeus brought in revenue of 900 million euros in the first quarter of 2022, its highest since the COVID pandemic started. While Amadeus is still suffering from the impact of the pandemic, with the quarter's revenue just at 65% of the same metric in Q1 2019, the CEO of Amadeus says that there is consistent improvements in air bookings and passenger boarded for the company. 
Adjusted profit came at $95 million for the January to March period in 2022, up by 15% the previous quarter and representing 28% of what it achieved in Q1 of 2019. North America now accounts for 36% of all Amadeus air bookings, with Western Europe bringing in 27%, Middle East and Africa at 13%, and Asia Pacific at 8%. Airbnb revenue has hit $1.5 billion for Q1 for the first time in the company's history. The U.S.-based home-sharing alternative accommodation giant saw revenue increase by 70% year-over-year, 80% higher than the corresponding quarter in 2019. Airbnb's ongoing strategy to attract digital nomads and longer stays to its portfolio of properties is continuing, with the company revealing that 21% of gross nights booked in Q1 2022 were for stays of 28 days or more. Overall, some 102 million room nights were booked on the platform in Q1 of 2022, up by 51% compared to 2021. Booking Holdings took in $27 billion in gross travel bookings in the first quarter of this year. That is an increase of 129% compared to Q1 of 2021. Room nights booked in Q1 doubled compared to a year earlier from $99 million in Q1 of 2021 to almost $200 million in the first quarter of this year. Booking Holdings total revenues in Q1 of 2022 were $2.7 billion, an increase of 136% year on year. Lyft Shared Rides, the ride-hailing company's carpooling service, is returning to more U.S. cities this month. The return of carpooling comes as the company struggles to rein in its spending in response to an ongoing driver shortage and high gas prices. Lyft suspended carpooling in March 2020 in response to the pandemic to help curb the spread of the virus. Uber started bringing back its Uber pool services to the cities last fall. In May, Lyft ride services will return to five U.S. cities, San Francisco, San Jose, Denver, Las Vegas, and Atlanta. The company has been operating its carpooling services in Philadelphia and Miami since last summer. Beginning June 1st, Delta Airlines will limit Sky Club entry to three hours prior to a scheduled flight and will make the club off-limits to flyers who have arrived at their final destination. In a letter to Sky Club members, Delta explained that it is implementing the new entry restrictions in an effort to limit crowding as more people are returning to the skies. Under the new rules, connecting flyers will still be able to enter Sky Clubs whenever their incoming flight arrives. In addition, when itineraries are delayed, customers will also be able to enter Sky Club within three hours of the originally scheduled departure time. Though most people who have arrived at the final destination won't be allowed into the Sky Club, an exception will still be in place for Delta One business class customers. Now in some technology news. Google is making improvements to its travel planning features. Users will now be able to track the pricing of a flight for up to six months according to a blog post released on Monday. Price tracking is activated by searching for flights on Google Flights between two cities. At the bottom of the filters, there is a track price section. Toggling any dates to on will allow Google to send you emails if the algorithm detects a lower than typical fare in the next three to six months. Etihad Airways has launched a new booking travel platform for corporate travelers through a partnership with technology provider IBS Software. 
The airline has unveiled iFly Corporate, which is designated to be a one-stop solution for companies. It will allow bookings across multiple platforms, as well as offering users exclusive discounts on items such as extra bags, bonus miles, and priority check-in. The new feature will also include a configuration business rules engine that allows companies to manage user profiles and travel agreements, while ensuring that their employees are complying with travel policy when booking Etihad flights. Lufthansa Group and travel management company TripActions have launched a new travel booking platform designed for small and medium-sized enterprises. The partnership to develop the business-to-go booking portal was first announced in December and went live on May 4th for customers in German-speaking DACH region, Austria, Germany, and Switzerland and Belgium. This allows companies to manage their overall travel program at the same time as earning and using Lufthansa Group Partner Plus Benefit corporate loyalty points. Corporate clients can choose between the two business-to-go platform tiers, essentials, and premium packages. Travel management company Grey Dawes has joined Passenger One's agency program and is now offering its online booking tool to its customers. Grey Dawes, ranked 15th largest TMC in the UK, praised Passenger One's next-generation storefront, NDC capability, and intuitive interface. The booking tool will be offered to its customers alongside existing tech partners Atris and Concur. Grey Dawes is the second UK-based TMC to add Passenger One after Take-Two secured a partnership with the platform last November, while a third UK TMC is understood to be closing a finalizing agreement with the tech provider. According to the company, Passenger One serves a customer base of more than 2,500 companies. AirPlus has partnered with Danish financial technology supplier MazePay to enable AirPlus virtual cards to be used on the MazePay spend management platform. Maze Pay, which partners with MasterCard and focuses on helping companies manage unmanaged spending within the organization, will let companies put policy controls and automated approval processes around the use of virtual cards. The aim is to make it much easier to manage and pay both one-off expenses and reoccurring purchases. AirPlus and Maze Pay first will be targeting medium-sized companies and large businesses in Europe with the joint offering and plan to expand to other regions at a later stage. Now in some space news. After about six months aboard the ISS, the astronaut of NASA's SpaceX Crew-3 mission have come home. The four crew members traveled back to Earth inside SpaceX's Dragon Endurance spacecraft, splashing down on the coast of Florida on Friday, May 6th at about 12.43 a.m. During their time aboard the ISS, the Crew-3 astronauts contributed to hundreds of scientific investigations and technology demonstrations and performed the first archaeological study on the station. This valuable research helps to prepare humans for future space exploration missions while generating numerous innovations and benefits for humanity on Earth. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Mm